News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. It's been cold today. Uh, Lisa Newell is the publisher of the Gulf Breeze News. By the way, just a quick thing. There might be some rain Friday night. Alan Strum said there's a fairly significant storm coming like Monday to Tuesday. So just kind of have that on your be aware uh, notes or whatever. Lisa Newell is the publisher of the Gulf Breeze News. Uh, she joins us every Thursday this time to preview what's in the paper. Hey, Lisa, welcome back to the show. Hey, it's beautiful and sunny this morning, although a little bit chilly, but still beautiful. We're, we're really happy to see such a beautiful day. I'll take and it. And we are preparing for those big storms. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so uh, one of our main stories is that in Gulf Breeze High School, if you walk in, you've got a new mural to greet you, and it looks almost like you're wading into beautiful blue water. Uh, it was cool. painted by a former uh, 2004 graduate. His name is Amanda Burkett. And she went in there and painted this beautiful vision. It looks like about five feet of water, and you see a pier over you, and inside the water you see all these dolphins frolicking, and it is just so realistic. It's beautiful. Oh, man. And very, very cool. Oh, I'm looking on your your website, and that looks amazing. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It is, and it is amazing. Yes, you did a great job, and it's going to be just jaw-dropping when the kids come, come back to school, so... Uh, so yeah, really, really nice, really nice refresh that was commissioned by our former principal, Danny Brothers. Okay. Before he retired at the end of the year, so now we've got a new principal, and uh, so just a whole new, whole new ball game over there at Gulf Breeze High School. That's cool. No, I, I'm a big fan of public art. I love murals. I love going around town and finding all the different ones, and I love the like you know they paint the parking spaces every year for the seniors and all that. So no, that's really, really neat. Oh, it's amazing. You guys also have yes, a story. It is. It oh, is. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you're, you're right. We also have a story about something happening that happened January 1st, and it was the elimination of a 2,500-foot buffer between a, a, a establishment that sells alcoholic beverages and a church or a school. Now, that just does not apply to um, certain restaurants, but it could mean that there would be a lot more entertainment uh, options coming to South Santa Rosa County such as could be a bowling alley, could be a brew pub, could be a wine bar, uh, could be a top golf. I mean, things like that that serve alcohol suddenly don't have to worry about this 2,500-foot uh, buffer and, um, you know, that would restrict them from, from having a place. One of the main reasons that it was done, uh, our county commissioner, Colton Wright for District 5, was concerned because the American Legion post was trying to find a new location right. and everywhere that they would find that was suitable. They would say, well, you know, you're within 50 feet of a church or a school. And even if the church or school said, it's okay, we don't care. Uh, the, the rules are the rules. Right. So, and the problem is in South Santa Rosa County, you don't really have anything but highway 98. We're a peninsula. There's neighborhoods on both sides of the street. So all you have is highway 98 for everything. So therefore, it was really restrictive. And um, so, but one thing for sure, and this is very reassuring, there will be no strip clubs or anything like that. That's <laughs> right. already outlawed in the state, in the county rules. So we don't have to worry about that kind of entertainment. Yeah, um, you're not going to have uh, any of the names you know from Pensacola doing anything like that on Highway 98. But yeah, the American Legion Post 378 being able to finally find a, a different place after they're having to leave their current space. That's a very good news item. And as you say, it's so built out that uh, there had been such a prohibition because of the number of churches and schools that there was basically nowhere else to, to do this kind of stuff. So I think that's a good news note. You also have a story 
Is it today that Brandon Adelot is going to be in the hearing to decide whether he's going to stay in the mental health facility or be released back into society? Is that right? He will have a court date today. However, it won't be until around March that they make the final determination. Okay. I uh, spoke to one of the assistant um, assistant DAs or um, what do you call them, state attorneys, and he was telling me that uh, most of this is up to the to the state hospital, the doctors at the state hospital, and they have already released him or taken him from a um, the most secure at the Florida State Hospital to a lesser secure. And so what they are now proposing is that he would be released. If he were to be released, he would go to a residential facility that would also have different levels of security, you know, starting with the most uh, stringent. And then, you know, as he progressed, uh, he would be, you know, uh, less stringent, less stringent. Uh, so it would not be who these let go into the population. Okay, so but there's, have, there's I, no. I, that's what I was unclear about. I just want to make sure. So there, there's nothing on the table to release him back into society entirely. Is that correct, as far as you know? Well, until he was, you know, I, I went through all of these different processes. That's what okay. uh, the uh, okay. state assistant attorney told me. But so a lot of people, their listeners may not understand. Brandon ate a lot. Uh, was diagnosed with schizophrenia, and he murdered his mother uh, on Christmas Eve 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, brutally attacked her and murdered her. And um, he has been in Florida State Hospital ever since. So that was 10 years ago. He is now 27 years old. Um, and yeah, I'm sure that he's on lots of medication. And, of course, I'm sure that part of the conditions of him being released would be that he continues to stay on his medication. But the doctors are the ones who have the control and they will be presenting their case, uh, but I think today is just going to be kind of a very small, um, you know, just I don't know what you call it. But they just go to before the judge. But the actual where they make the decision will not be until all the case files have been reviewed, and that will be in March. I gotcha. Okay, yeah, and I think a lot of people, uh, some may disagree with me, but I think an awful lot of people are just dumbfounded based on the just violent, awful nature of this particular attack, even with the explanation of schizophrenia and hearing voices and, you know, the rules that we have about being able to be held accountable for your actions. It's just, it's hard to process that somebody could be anywhere close to the kind of low-level security that might eventually be on the path for him or even out into society. It just, it's, it's unfathomable. You know, we want to be compassionate and merciful, but at the same time, it's, uh, it's uh, it's frustrating. Anyway, uh, you also have a big story about the year in review, of course, and Splash is inside, so the paper's full of all kinds of good stuff. Uh, Lisa Newell's publisher of the Gulf Breeze News, comes out every Thursday. Lisa, thanks so much for the time. Thanks for keeping us informed. We'll talk to you next week. Wonderful, and I hope to see you in the breeze, Andrew.